It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Well, well, well. The whole kit and the caboodle. The caboodle's here too. Good morning. Everybody's here. The gang's all here. The gang is here. Uh, Welcome. Everybody's just getting settled, just getting joined in. We're reunited finally on and this Star Trek morning. It feels so good. It does hey, feel so you good. can't draw on the thing. Come on. Look, you just drew on the desk, sis. Come on. Don't draw on the desk. Um, tell you want to tell everyone what you got for Valentine's Day? Her her panda bear hoodie. Ooh. Where are your rings? Where are they? I can't find them. What do you mean you what? already lost them? Are they in your pocket? No. You gotta find go get them. them. Go get them because everyone wants to see your Valentine's rings. All right, go get your rings. Bring them back. Hurry, hurry. Yeah, it's worth it, guys. It's worth it. Um, good morning. Good morning. It's Friday. We're here. It's technically my day off of work, but I am here. Welcome to Friday. No. What? You can't reach them? No. Okay. Can you say, please, can you help me? Thank you. Um... Hold on, guys. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Um, so first of all, everyone, please join me in wishing our, uh, like, America's husband, my husband, my best friend, a happy birthday. Dave Hollis is Thank you. 45 today. 45! 45 years old. I'm like the Jen Garner of men in the universe. What does that mean? Because she's America's sweetheart and I am trying my best to do that for men uh, everywhere. Hold on. Oh, wait a second. Interrupt this you, birthday message for go, a very important ring so announcement. Can see your rings. Show them your rings. Okay, so. Show them your rings. I, I ran over to Target yesterday, not an ad, and I got all the kids a little Valentine something, not Ooh. candy, just a little something. So Noah got a panda bear hoodie and some unicorn rings. And she is very happy about them. And they're saying, they're like, oh, girl, those rings. They those rings. They said, we love them, Noah. That's what they're saying. Are you winking? You. Did you just wink at everybody? Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, all right. Nice to all have right. you here. Nice to have you. Can you imagine, like, I'm 45 years old? That it feels distinguished. I am a distinguished gentleman. Yeah, I was talking to my dad yesterday, and my dad said I'm that dead. he said men always there's a spider. He said that men always think that they're going to accomplish everything in their life. Or okay, that spider's just going to be there. Um, men always think that they're going to accomplish everything in their life or um, achieve everything they set out to achieve in their like twenties or maybe their thirties. But he's like, men don't really experience true like the height of their professional success until they're in their 50s. I, I no, was on a podcast no. yesterday. Ford made this. He can't. Ford made this. Don't ruin Little the rainbow turkey. Up your I was on a, or is it a peacock? It could be a peacock. I thought it was a rainbow turkey. It's a, it's a rainbow peacock. I was on a, a podcast yesterday and I said these words and I like believe them to be 100% true. The legacy of my life truly is something that started, it's being written two years ago. And so like, when I'm at the end of my life, the video of my, you know, accomplishments at my funeral, like they're not going to be about my like 20 to 40 year old self. They're going to be about my 40 Dave, to 90 year old self. you're making the table shake. Self. You're going to make people a little nauseous. All right. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Have a good day. Say happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Say happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. <laughs> there goes Noah.
There goes Noah Hollis. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. My dad was like, tell Dave he's just getting started. So I did relay that message. Um, if you happen to see my Insta story this morning, then you know I did the mom, um, the mom, mom, the mom walk. That's not a good word for it. Um, the mom walk. Well, I don't know if you saw my Insta story. I did not. I dropped the boys off at school, and it's very cold here today, so I had a parka. And if you have a parka, why do you need to change out of your pajamas? So I have on a sleep shirt, long johns, <laughs> no bra, no chonies. That is like basically how most of our makeup makeout sessions have begun. So You're don't right. try and talk dirty to me this early in the day. No. So then I I put the parka, I buttoned the parka down, and I put on giant UGG boots. And then I, I get in the car, take the boys to school. Great time, drop them off. You know, it's the drive through, you know, drive through, and then you just drop them off the curb. So drop them off the curb. And I'm coming back out of the parking lot, and this young gal, a teacher who's doing like the traffic cop that day, she's like waving at me. And she, and I stop, and she kind of walks over, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. This teacher is now gonna hold up traffic to tell me that she's a fan. Like Come this, on. I thought, I mean, you know my get, life. Get. When was the last time I lived an entire day and someone didn't have that moment? So I, this is what I think is happening. Yes. I'm not trying to be a douchebag. I just, that is Watch what your I language. Like. It's early. That's a thing that women have to use sometimes. I know, but anyway, Trevor doesn't need to know what that anyway, is. Anyway, so the sweet gal comes over and she's like, I roll down my window like, yes, you can take a selfie. It's fine. <laughs> I rolled out my window and she's like, oh, um, they just radioed. Your son left something in the car. And immediately I know what it is. I'm like, oh, no. He left his Valentine's. Valentine's. And of all the kids to leave it, Sora would just be like, that's cool. My mom will bring it back. But I know for it's freak. he's freaking out. He, not only did I, like, the thing is, I got a phone call from the classroom from his teacher uh, they, letting me know immediately, uh, they your radioed. son is here. She's ha he's having a problem. So he I, forgot his yes. box. So I'm like, okay. I got it. I'll just walk these right into the office with no underwear on in long. Do you all know what long? Do you know how thin they are? Like basically see-through. I pull in the parking lot. I'm like, oh this, is, this is what's happening. And I'm hiding. Were you wearing your holy sweats? No, I was wearing long johns. Do you know what those are? Those are actually underwear. I was wearing underwear in public. Oh, so then I please. No, they are. Like, I know that they, they are. Those were the underwear. So anyway, so I take his Valentine's bot. I'm walking past all the moms. They're cute outfits on the way to school. Got my glasses on. Got my whole, I look insane. I look insane. And I go drop them and I walk into the, and they're like, you know, they're, not, they're like, oh yeah, thank you Ford's mom. We got it. Great. Thank you. And I'm just like, I promise I do shower sometimes. I hope somebody wanted a selfie at that point. The thing was, when I was leaving, moms, don't lie. If you were a mom, you ever drop your kids off without putting your bra on, raise your hand or give me a heart. All the time. If you ever drop the kids off without a bra, looking crazy because you're like, I'm not going to get out of the car. But then that's the day. <laughs> that's that, of course, day. that's the day where it's like, you know, when I look like a million bucks, when I'm on the way, my way to a photo shoot for Vogue, he doesn't need me to take anything in at that point. It just happens to be today. Whoa, okay, this, yeah, I'm here for this. Let's do it. Whoa, oh, that's the wrong song. Oh, rock top, rock top, rock top. Oh. What are you looking at? Yep. Man, you went with, you almost got so many touch words. You were worried that I talked about a feminine hygiene product. I was out in the gym this morning. Raise your hand if you can 
do the entire, you know, the, the middle part. Frederick Garbo and Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio. Get it, get it there, get it. If you can do it, we want you to do it with us. Can you do it? I think so. Where is it? I don't know. You just ready to find it. I don't know, you missed it. Here it comes, hold on, here it comes. Ready, three, two, one. No. No, also no. Hold on. Just wait. This is this is gonna be great. Is it? Anna Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen. Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air. They had style, they had grace. Rita Hayworth gave good face. Lawrence, Kathleen, Lana too. Betty Davis, we love you. I'm are they going to kick us off? The I internet? got nervous. I can do the whole song, but I just feel like we're going to get in trouble. Well, I guess uh, I don't need anything else for my birthday. That just happened. That, so I did make you breakfast tacos. You did make me breakfast tacos. That was very nice I of made you. you breakfast tacos, and then I found them in the bathroom chugging uh, Pepto-Bismol. I, so. I don't eat breakfast tacos that <laughs> often birthday. anymore. I, the thing is, I, the thing is, I <laughs> but love my heart your heart. Was in the right place. Your heart was you in the right place. You just don't normally have sausage and cheese I, and eggs Sausage and, and cheese are no longer a part of my life, except on my birthday. And I was like, <laughs> yes. I will eat all of this breakfast yeah. taco. And then 1.4 seconds later, I was like, this is what yeah. irritable bowel syndrome feels like <laughs> on your birthday. Good morning, everyone. Happy it's Friday. Valentine's Day. Good morning. If you're wondering how, Rachel, how do you celebrate Valentine's or how is, how is Valentine's celebrated for you? We have never celebrated Not Valentine's. Not one time in our relationship. We're on a streak. We're on a streak. Why We're going streaking. Why would every, every day is Valentine's Day with you, honey. That every day is Valentine's Day with you. Mm. I just feel weird distracting everyone from my birthday by celebrating Valentine's Day. I know. Why day. would we do that? Only It's only and ever always about you. You know what, though? We're celebrating my birthday this morning, and then this afternoon, we're going to turn the page no, and celebrate my only, birthday and Valentine's Day. We're celebrating your Valentine's birthday all day. weekend because not only is it your birthday, but then you're running your first marathon. I am running my first marathon. Five years old, celebrating the marathon. Can you imagine how many times these poor people are going to have to hear about me running a marathon? Y'all better get ready. If you need to do some stretching to prepare yourself for the number of times yeah. I am going to talk about yes. running a marathon, yes. woo! You're not, it you're is not going ready. like the idea of like story fatigue is a thing. Good news, like, though. I don't even know what that is. As soon as, prepare good yourself. News, as soon as Dave's done with the marathon, we go right into training for Ironman. So <laughs> yes, we do. Good news. You'll basically never not hear about how sore Dave is for the rest I, of the time that you know him. I feel so strong and great right now. And I am prepared. I'm going to go destroy this marathon. Yeah, but also, you're going to kill it. I am also ready to complain about how much I am sore. So the thing is, you are totally one mil. Like I'm not. You are so prepared. You so have. Oh this, yeah. And you're still going to hit a point during that race where everything you have ever used to motivate you doesn't work anymore, and you have to dig into the depths of your freaking soul. Yeah. And that. Is why you do a marathon. Here's the thing. I, like people are like, people have asked like, oh, do you think that you'll actually do what you've been doing with your long runs and like do a little bit of like live or story like mm -hmm. on the Instagram? Will I do it? And the, the answer is I will in part because when I was doing like the 20 or 22 mile prep runs mm -hmm. and I, you know, was recording mile four and mile six, 
When I got to mile 16 and was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Part of it was like I was pot committed because I'd showed everybody what was happening. So like, I'm gonna bring people along and when I get to mile 22, 23, 24 and 25, I am gonna share what's happening because part of it will be motivating for me to keep going. Oh, so you don't think that I should do that? I think that, I think that what if your phone breaks? What if your phone dies? What if, I think that you are still on some level using outside motivation to do this thing. That is how I do everything. I know, but imagine <laughs> how powerful it is for you and your spirit and your heart. Like uh, yes. that time I, I didn't have my AirPods and so I couldn't listen to music. I can't even imagine. Like there, I mean, don't change it because this has been part of your whatever, but I just also don't think that that's what you need. No. Because you don't need, you have every, your Dorothy, I need to finish. Dorothy already has the ruby slippers. You I am going to finish this race. No, I know, but you have everything that you need already. In I am your being, heart. I'm being Rachel Hollis your heart, right now. Your heart and God and your body. Like you guys get this on the internet and I get it in my real life The house. amount of times that Dave in our relationship says, don't Rachel Hollis. I am right being now. Rachel Hollis. I feel like I got to put a t-shirt on and drink some water. Because the, because there's a, because. I'm in. I'm just saying there's something powerful about knowing that you didn't need anything else. Yes. It's just you. It is me. It is me. This is me. I'll let me find a song. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh my gosh. Oh, I feel like we need, someone just said, I feel like we need Michelle Obama stories. First of all, let me tell you an Oprah story because I haven't shared this because I'm still not okay. I'm still, okay. First of all. So on Tuesday, this next coming week is our company leadership retreat. Yes, it is. I decided about, I don't know, three or four months ago that I wanted to have a leadership retreat and I wanted it to be with our entire company because I don't ever want to have a company where it's like, oh, these are the leaders and then there's everybody else. I believe every single person who works on our staff, no matter what role they play, is a leader and I want to develop that inside of them. And so we have our leadership retreat this coming Tuesday and the entire thing ends with a lip sync battle. As it should. And if you think that these fools that we work with are not taking this way too seriously you clearly do not follow at the hollis company on instagram i need you to follow at the hollis company on instagram because the shenanigans we get up to at work are crazy. it's real um all of that to say okay let me tell you the story because it's it's amazing <laughs> first of all um i've had the opportunity over the last year and a half to meet with many heroes, to meet with many people that I super admired. I've never met with anybody who is as famous or as powerful or as anything as Oprah Winfrey. And I am telling you, of all the people that I've met, I've also never met anyone who is as gracious and as thoughtful and as intentional as Oprah Winfrey. Awesome. Um, so how it worked was... Uh, First of all, I get there and I didn't know that she would be in the audience during my talk. And the whole time I had been telling myself, 
It doesn't even matter. You're not going to think about the fact that she's there. She's going to be in a back room eating a granola bar or something. She's not going to be. And then when Front I. Front row. And yeah. So then when I go to do my rehearsal, they have like a big sign in a seat to represent her. And it's not just Oprah. It's like there's Oprah. There's Hoda. There's Lupita. There's. Weirdly, the fat Jewish was there. I'm not totally sure why. Like, there was all of these, like, celebrities, which didn't... I didn't know that was a thing, yeah. right? So, I'm like, and oh... And Gail. And Gail. And I'm like, oh, she's she's sitting here? She's going to be... And they're like, yeah, she watches the talk. So, I would... I'm not even trying to play. I was very nervous. I am a phenomenal public speaker. I am proud of myself. I have worked hard. I will attest to this. I have watched it in person. You are, I will argue, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, public speakers in our time. <laughs> so, I, and I have a lot of confidence about being on stage, but I also never in my life imagined I would be giving a talk in front of my hero. So I decide... I'm going to start with the tampon story. And if you've ever been at Rise with me, you may know what the tampon story is. But if you haven't, come to a Rise sometime. It's hilarious. And I'm like, I, I only had a short window of time to talk. And normally I talk for like five hours, so that's already a thing. I only have a short window of time to talk. But I'm like, I just kept thinking, I have to be me on this stage. Like, I would rather go up there and fail as... <laughs> I would rather go up there and fail as myself than succeed playing it safe 100%. or acting like someone I'm not. Like, if you saw me at Oprah's thing and you've been to my conference, you know there is no difference. Like, I didn't, I was just like, you want me? Literally, this is me. So I start with the tampon story, which like has half the room of 15,000 laughing hysterically and half the room, I'm going to be honest, being like, what is going on? What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like we just went from meditation with sound bowls to Rachel talking about a tampon. So as I'm telling the story and I'm in it, you guys, you know, I'm like in it, I'm doing the whole thing. She gets up and leaves her seat. She leaves her seat. Now, I don't know why. Maybe she needed water. Maybe she needed to powder her nose. But all I can think of in my mind is I have offended my queen. I have offended her. She is not happy. Oh, my gosh. I'm about to be pulled off stage by one of those, like, A shepherd hook. hooks, A right? Hook. But it's too late. It's too late. I'm like, just go, you guys. Just go, right? So... I just keep telling the story and then I transition it into what I'm there to talk about, which is what's going to get in your way and here are the things that are going to throw you off and firing them up and preaching and doing the thing, the whole thing, right? So then she, after I speak, she comes on stage. It's supposed to be a little Q&A moment. And the first thing she says to me is, girl, I'm glad you figured out where you were going because that tampon story was freaking me out or something. And I'm like, I died. Like my heart, my soul, I died. Because if you don't like that, right? You don't like me. Cause that is me. Like I just was fully and completely myself, no artifice, like this is who I am. Uh, these are the kind of stories I tell, whatever. And I'm dying and I'm like, oh my gosh. And now I'm like thinking I've hurt, I've like somehow damaged our new friendship, whatever. So we have it. So she starts asking me questions. She wants to know about five to thrive and different things. And the last question she asks, thank you, Jesus. She says, man, this book's been on, your book has been on the New York Times list for 84 weeks. Like, what do you think it is? Why do you think you have struck such a nerve and you have had the success that you've had? And 
I was like, oh, I've had the success, like I am having the success and the book does what it does because I stand on stage and tell the tampon story. In a world so where everyone good. is like, and it was like, mic drop. Yep. And in a world where everyone is perfect and airbrushed and whatever, I raise my hand and I tell you the truth. I tell you the gross parts about myself and the funny parts and the real and the embarrassing and all these things. And women in the audience start snapping and clapping and like, yes, yes, girl. And I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. But I still am in, I'm in my head because I'm like, we finish and she gives me a hug and she like looks at me and she's like, thank you for saying yes. And I'm like, oh my, this is amazing. And I go back to my room, my dressing room. And I'm like, kind of beating myself up because I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't have done the thing. Maybe I should have just been more conservative and safe. like played it safe and done sort of what she maybe was expecting. The tampon story, because people maybe don't know, is about a time when one apparently was inside of your body for longer than it should have been. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There was a, there was, it's a, it's a very funny story. And if you want to hear it, you can come to rise or it's, I wrote about it in my next book, so it's coming. Yeah. But anyway, it just, just imagine that I told an embarrassing story about my body. Lady parts. Lady parts. So then I'm sitting in, in my dressing room and I'm honestly in my own head like, oh, should I have done that? Should I not? Whatever. And there's a knock on the door. And uh, Chris, my friend Chris, opens the door and someone says, Miss Winfrey would like to come visit. Would that be okay? And now I'm with all my best friends. I'm with Chris and Beans and Sammy and Rosie. And all of us are like, what? We don't, huh? And first of all, she wants to come to me? She wants to come to my tiny shoebox, smallest dressing room in this entire building? That's the one? And we're, I'm like, yeah, yes, of, of course, of course, of course you can. Of course you could come visit. That would be wonderful and great. Thank you. And we closed the door and all of us immediately, it was like, your mom finds out the company's coming and you have three minutes to clean the house. We started cleaning my dress. I mean, we're throwing things in the bathroom. We're getting rid of hard boiled eggs. We're like shoving things under the couch. It was insane. So a few minutes later, they're like, Miss Winfrey, and I don't know if you happen to see, we put it on my Insta stories and she put it on hers. I'm walking sort of here and she comes around the corner and I literally, my, phys my body physically reacts. <laughs> She's just so beautiful and so perfect and whatever. <laughs> and she, here's the thing. She came into my dressing room. She brought Gail. Like what? I don't know. Bless and up. not only did she spend 10, 15 minutes with me, but she spent it with my friends as well. She looked every single person in the eye. She shook everybody's hand. She gave them all hugs. Talked to all of us. How are you guys? What's going on? She had absolutely zero reason to do that. Zero. You had already like backstage we had, had, had a moment. your moment. She had thanked me. There was no reason in the world for her to do that. And she did. And it was the classiest. Everything like spoke looked me dead in the eye spoke into my soul it was so classy so whether or not she hated my story <laughs> she still is the classiest she is like who you want her to be Ugh. bless yes bless. so that's my bless. i'll save a michelle story until next week it was crazy because i was traveling and we'd intentionally decided that me being there would make you more nervous yeah. so i just like i was not coming um, because it was already such a... Well, because I thought I only got like two. No, I, hey, yeah. guess what? I love the idea of you getting to bring friends who were going to absolutely have a life-changing experience meeting their heroes it too, but so also... Special. Right, but I was, at the time, in an airport, flying back from having been in Puerto Rico, 
I was actually talking back and forth in real time text with Amy Porterfield about our nervousness of hoping that yes. things were working well yes. as I was like anxiety eating Carl's Jr. for the first time in what? forever. Oh yes, I was just like, I hope it's going okay, bacon cheeseburger, get in my mouth. Where are the onion rings? I'll eat these in case that helps Rachel do well with oh, Oprah. No, I, I oh. went with the best hype squad in the entire world and that actually made it so great because they have such an energy of, they're like, what, from the morning, they were like, whatever happens, we are having the best day. Yeah. We're gonna have the best day, it's gonna be the most fun, we're like listening to music, Everything was like joyful. I don't care who was there that day. Nobody was more joyful than me and my friends yeah. rolling through that arena. So it was amazing. It, it was, was it was amazing to watch. And so the thing special. is, that Monday we came back on here. If you didn't hear me talking about it, like I one hundred percent wanted to celebrate the fact that man, you had this dream, and this dream came together, and the pictures and the stories and everything else. But also, I want to honor the. 15 years of time that it took for you to put yourself on stages that did not have that audience where you were not yet that good because what people see is the time with Oprah, which is amazing, yeah. but I was witness to you being disappointed about the way the Mops group did not receive your message well. Yeah. The note cards that you were dropping on stage as you were giving some talk to 200 people who were mo like modestly interested in what you were saying. Yeah. And you just kept getting on stages. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're like admiring the end result, you also have to admire the journey that it took to get there because I want to honor like it was a decade and a half of you working to get the invite, working to get the notice to be someone who she'd reach out to and want to come on the stage in the first place. Yeah. So well, and I think, you rock. I think there's two important things about that. I, I maybe said this before. For any of you who are watching who are dreamers, you're building, whatever that looks like for you, um, I never pursued speaking on Oprah's stage. Never. I wrote it down in my journal. I knew that was my intention. It was what I wanted for my life. It was a dream that I had, but I never once reached out to her team. I never asked for any. I knew that the only way that you get to a stage that big is that you become so, it's like, I told you guys that Steve Martin has that quote, be so great they can't ignore you. Yeah. Like I built up such a platform that I could no longer be ignored. And if you are doing anything in personal development for women and you want them to be motivated by a woman, there's a very small list of people that you can call, and I am one of them. Yeah. So um, that's one thing. And two, in its own way, this was the new Mox group for me. Like, if you saw me, I saw someone say, like, hey, I started following you as soon as I saw you on stage. Thank you so much. Um, that was nowhere near. Like, that was not a great – I don't consider that keynote that I gave a great keynote because I was – I was freaked out. Yeah. I was like super freaked out. And I did as good as I, I'm proud of myself. I did as good as I could that day with what I had, but I was freaked out. And if I have another opportunity to speak on a stage like that, I'll be way better. Yeah. Because the only way that you can get to greatness in that way is to suck, right? Back then it looks like one thing. I still am challenging myself because I had a minute. I'm not, you know, I don't lie to you guys. I had a minute. I should do a podcast about this. I had a minute where I was like, that morning I woke up in New York and I was just like, oh gosh, oh man, oh, like feeling all the yeah. things. And I was like, I should have said no. I'm tired, mm. there's too much going on. I have, I don't get in, I didn't get a day off. I went from the show to Oprah, then right back to the show. I, I was just like, I should have said no, there would have been, an, and I thought, this is not who you are. 
you challenge yourself to level up even when it's hard. And this is going to suck and be awful and it's going to be one of the biggest challenges you have this year and you are going to find a way because that is who you are. Man. Oh, was the wrong part of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to do the whole thing. Guys. Hold on. Well, we can, we can, oh, I mean, we just okay. got a second. Anyway, it was a thing. What someone said? What 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 song is this? This is me. This is me from the Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman's. This is me. The best movie ever. Best soundtrack of all time. Well, happy birthday Please to you. Please bless yourself Go. with that this weekend. Go. Have oh my this. gosh! Have you don't even gift. know what's about to happen. Have this gift. Oh, my work here is done. My work I here is my done. My lashes done, everybody. So uh, hey, guess what? On a day where I just don't care, shameless me. You want to bless me on my birthday? Go pre-order my book. There it is. Yes. Right now, I do That's not great, care. No, no, I, I'll do it for you. Oh, you'll hey do it Hey guys, for me? as a birthday gift to Dave, Hello. if you are considering buying his book anyway, and of course you are because you love him and he works so hard for our community, and the book's like gonna cost you twelve bucks or something, um, pre-ordering would be super helpful. A uh, pre-order is the best thing that you can do to support authors that you love and admire because it 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 has nothing to do with you but everything to do with retail and how they perceive the sales and all of that. So pre-ordering the book. Also, pro tip, if you were to pre-order the book on something like Amazon, let's say, you know you don't actually get charged in your credit card until the book goes on sale. And if you pre-order and you go to getoutofyourownwaythebook.com, you can hear the first 30 minutes of the book and get an hour-long e-course about right. finding your why right. as a thank right. you, as my birthday gift to you. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic Valentine's weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. I love you, my Valentine. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.